Hello everyone and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alvern and today we'll be looking at blog name ideas that leave you singing in the rain. Over the last 10 years, I've managed to come up with over 1,000 blog name ideas that I use to start a minimum of 100 blogs. Yes, you heard that right. I have started over 100 blogs during the last 10 years. That means that I probably made far more errors when it comes to blogging than you have. (laughs) It also means that because I made so many mistakes with blog names, I have actually increased my chances of getting closer to success. The one thing I have learned is that you will probably be never 100% happy with the name you finally choose. You will, however, be sufficiently content that you did your due diligence and that you chose the best possible name at the time. In this particular podcast, I will spend some time with you outlining the reason why you should choose a good name and where to get the inspiration. I will also advise on the best tools to help you find great blog name ideas. (laughs) Let's get right into it. So why bother choosing a good blog name? Well, the truth is that a blog name is like a label that describes what your blog is about and it also makes it memorable. You don't want a blog name that is one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, that's probably too memorable. But <laughs> one that is um, digital hyphen 26 marketing, some kind of a long, long name. You don't want something like that. You want something that is, you know, very memorable. If you have any experience doing research online, you will c- come to realize that there are hundreds of thousands of blogs that deliver information. What makes a handful stand out among the masses are a few things. And you can probably resonate with some of these. The name of the blog, the experience of using their site, the quality of the information, social proof, and if you can trust them. I know some of this sounds almost hard to relate to, but the truth is, Every day, thousands of people go online to solve a problem. There are so many resources online that can help them solve that problem. But at the end of the day, they choose one or two of those particular blogs or resources. Why do you think they they did that? And when was the last time you purchased something online? Do you remember why you chose the site that you did the transaction with. So it might not always be a purchase. Maybe you found a solution to a problem like how to remove a stain from a piece of item item of clothing or how to remove a stain from a carpet or the best way to get your um, instrument clean or you know whatever it is, you found that information online, whether it be in a YouTube video or in a blog or some other site. So let's look at some popular blog name examples. Okay, a few popular websites um, that would come to mind just to get give you a sort of a chance to understand the importance of a blog name. Amazon, now I know Amazon isn't 
a blog per se, but I'm just giving you an example of a website online. So Amazon is the world's largest e-commerce site, but before they became popular, no one knew about them. You strip Amazon out of their social proof, that's all the reviews, their big reach, their vast websites, so websites in Japan, in the UK, in the US, in all parts of the world, they've got these German websites, a Spanish website, etc. Remove all the vast websites, you strip them of their brand and you strip them of all their money. And it's simply a name. When I hear the name, I think of a big river in the Amazon forest. And that's probably why the owner chose that name. Because he wanted to get, uh, you know, a vast amount of, you think of a lush forest that's rich with all the different things that's growing there. And then this huge river that supplies the water that's needed for that forest. And that's probably what the owner thought of when he came up with the name. But maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, let's look at a, a smaller company that represents a blog. For example, we have Airtable. It's a good example of a smaller site. And if you've never heard of the name before, think of what comes to mind when you think of the name Airtable. For me, initially, it could be anything. It sounds like a piece of software when I first heard the name. Um, yeah, more or less. But then I thought of something to do with tables or spreadsheets or anything like that. And exactly what they are, they are a company that is can rival Excel, um, Google Sheets, um, any kind of company like that. But it's a much richer, deeper experience. And if you have, um, if you're a follower of my blog, this is not one of the podcasts I've done now. I have actually have a blog post on the richness and features uh, that is available with Airtable, that you can use it for a, a blog planner. So take a look at my uh, my blog post itself and you would see I actually have a, a post written up showing you examples of how to use this as a blog planner. Okay, another example, lemons and basil. That's the name of a blog. What do you think of? I think food. You know, sometimes the, your, your blog name could be very straightforward. Um, like coats and jackets or hangers and clothespins <laughs> or anything like that. You know, it could be, it could be whatever you want to do it. So lemons and basil is another good name. And one that tells me something to do with food and sure enough, it's a, f a food blog. Now here's another one. Here's out of place. When I first heard that, I think maybe something to do with um, beauty or fashion, something to do with getting, keeping your hair, you know, it's probably some people, for people who have fizzy hair, because people who have fizzy hair often have hairs out of place and they, it drives them mad. Um, or should I say frizzy hair, not fizzy hair, I'm sorry. <laughs> frizzy hair. Um, yeah, that's what I thought of. But actually, I, I love the name. I think it's a really cool name. It is an, uh, a, a fun name. It just sounds, you know, it just sounds like somebody who can, who just doesn't care that, you know, they want to be real, authentic, grassroots. Um, but it's a, it's a lifestyle blog. So you must check them out. Here's Out of Place. Very cool name. Finally, a name uh, that came up recently, E-Tramping. I thought of Lydia the Tramp, as in the dogs, but nothing like that. And then... It kind of sounds like someone who is, you know, backpacking. Um, yeah, 
And sure enough, it's a travel website. So giving you those examples to get your your thoughts going when it comes to coming up with um, blog name ideas. And best advice I can tell you is just, to me, it's a fun exercise. Oh my goodness. Um, and like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, you're never going to be 100% happy. So get used to it. <laughs> All right. So next up, we have passion and, and purpose equal blog name. So after looking at these particular few examples, it's time to remember what your passion and your purpose is. If you don't know what your purpose is, that's fine, but at least you have to know your passion. The reason why I spend so much time focusing on that you, you, should, that you should absolutely be um, passionate about this is because if you're not passionate about your blog niche, then you're not going to succeed as a blogger. You will experience success because I've experienced success in the past, but you're not going to be there 100%. You're just not going to be it. I, I, I speak from experience. I am that person who started 100 blogs and failed. Not all of them, but failed on most of them. Um, so trust me when I tell you, find your passion. So important. Focus on your passion. What is that one thing that you can talk about even when you are tired? The one thing that brings a sparkle to your eyes is most likely your passion. Or even today, I was reading um, a post somewhere on social media and the person says, if you had all the money in the world, not all the money in the world, but if money wasn't a problem, would you still continue to do what you currently do today? If the answer is no, then it's probably not your passion. For me, if I had, if I, if I was wealthy or, um, you know, I didn't have to have to, how do I put it? have to be stuck to one place. I had servants and all of that. I will still run a podcast and still run this particular blog. Why? Because it's something I absolutely enjoy doing. And I hope you, as my listener, feel that when you listen to my particular podcast. What I would do differently is I would outsource a lot of things that I'm not good at, like graphic design, for example. That's one thing I would outsource. But other than that, I will still continue to do what I do because I absolutely enjoy it. Um, it took, I don't know why it took me so long to find this, but yeah, that's what it's like finding your passion. You feel absolutely fulfilled. Have you ever tried singing in the rain? <gasps> Better yet, what is that one thing that you would do despite the fear that you feel deep down in your mind? Like I wasn't... <laughs> When I had to start a particular podcast, I was like, what will I, what, what, what will I talk about? <laughs> um, but eventually it came. Like I started to, on something totally different, but not necessarily different. It was more of a, a personal um, testament of something that happened in my life, my surgery. I don't know if, you, you, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I went on the major surgery. That was the, um, the, the one thing that helped me start the podcast in the first place. But I know I wanted to, to talk about um, digital marketing. So here I am. <laughs> and if I I, put, I was put to sing in the rain, I will do it just as well, even doing this what I'm currently doing as well. 
So the main reason why I failed at blogging in the past is that I chased after niches that were popular. Because everybody says, oh, start in a popular niche. Uh, there's a lot of money in this particular niche. I was told that they were guaranteed to make money. But I failed because I was miserable writing about topics that I had no interest in at all. So how to name your blog? Well, after you've decided on your passion and purpose, most importantly, you need to decide on your offering. I know that this is going to be difficult. When I started, I had no idea what to offer people. I know I wanted to help them, but I had no idea what product or service to offer. You may think that you don't have, you know, you don't know enough about your niche to be considered an expert. In fact, you may not yet have a product or service to offer your audience. You may feel like a complete fraud and you may be terrified of failure. Well, I've been there. I've done that. Hey, I may even wear the t-shirt. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. You've ever heard the phrase, been there, done that, wore a t-shirt? I actually have to make a t-shirt about this. This is so funny. If I create a t-shirt, I can easily say it. Been there, done that, wore a t-shirt. Thanks so much for the idea, by the way. <laughs> I'm obviously distracted. Now, where were we? Yes, it's okay to fail after you've tried, but if you don't try, that is worse than failure itself. Okay, so another way to come up with a, or to, to choose, not to choose, but to name your blog is what I'm trying to say, is by using a particular formula. So the formula I have here is passion plus client benefit or client outcome equal blog name. So if you want, when you when the client is finished um, using your product or services or reading your blog or whatever it is, they have to experience a transformation in their lives. So the transformation could be, okay, in my particular case, it could be more traffic. For someone who is doing a food blog and they, they're um, doing, say, vegan food, for the person, after they finish, they feel satisfied they feel some sort of level of achievement um, but you have to find the word that's specific to your niche like for mine in terms of marketing is success results um, traffic um, yeah those are the ones and that's why I have the word success in the, the in my blog name you can put the client outcome or client benefit. You can you can just name like for example a food blog a food blog, like I showed uh, earlier about lemon and basil. You can actually just use a food name, and twist the name slightly. So you can have a name like um, purple orange, for example. And what you can do is get a graphic designer. Once you cut the orange in half. You can get a graphic designer to color the inside of the orange, orange purple or the outside purple and inside uh, orange or something like that. Um, but you can be as creative as you want it to be. You don't have to stick to any kind of rules. You can make it fun. You can make it strict. You can make it uh, refreshing, um, charming, peaceful. 
you know, you have to think of, of um, what sort of effect that you want your clients to leave it. Because the reason why you want to include something in there, you want the clients to, to sort of almost start experiencing the results even before um, you, they buy your first product or they, they experience your first service because the name speaks for itself, so to speak. All right. So next, you want to make a big, big list. Whoa. Grab the thesaurus and spend a week or two coming up with a big list of possible blog names. Um, speaking of singing in the rain, you can, if it is your music store or a, um, you provide music lessons, you can include the singing aspect uh, in the name of your blog. So the reason why I want you to use a thesaurus is that it is possible that your blog name is already taken. So if you use a popular name, like for example, in my case, I use a popular name Success, which is um, which I'm lucky because a lot of a lot of a lot of people use the word success or successful or successfully or some element of that in their blog names already. So I was lucky enough to still find something that had success in it. But if it is you want to use success, for example, but you want to use a um, a synonym of that or a name that is similar to that name, then grab your thesaurus and come up with that, with that list of those alternative names. You can come up with 100 names if that is feasible. And when you find yourself running out of ideas, sit down with the big list. You will notice that there will be one or two words that are pretty much consistent in a large part of the list. So for me, I had success um and unlock um as a common words because i wanted to help people unlock success so to speak um but i find mm, i find unlock was too i don't know whatever the word was but anyway take note of these words as they may be one of the um final components of your blog name it's often a good idea to include a verb so like i mentioned before verbs indicate actions that your audience can expect from you in my case i i wanted to include unscramble and unlock as my action words so i'm helping people unlock i could have called it successful filled i'm sure that's gone but it's kind of yeah whatever um <laughs> make a short list from your big list and let's spend some time looking at the items needed to ensure success so you can have a big list but there are also some for the purposes of helping your brand and tapping your website rank and all of those other things there are certain things that you need to take into consideration before settling down on name quick tip choosing a blog name using the first 13 letters of the alphabet so once you are in the first half of the alphabet from A till, let's see, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M. So A to M, it makes you, it makes life a little bit easier for you to get rank, better rankings if you're in that first 13 letters of the alphabet compared to going with N till Z. Okay. So blog name idea success factors. Here are some of the success, success factors that you need to take into consideration. So apart from um, having your blog name with 
those letters, your the blog name length needs to be or best the best blog name lengths are less than 15 characters. So 15 letters, but no more than 20. The ideal length of your blog name is eight, eight characters. Now that might sound a little bit, and I'm you're probably wondering why didn't I go with that, but success already takes up, what, seven characters? Ah, so it's, it's hard for me to, probably a success. <laughs> no, that would have been, it is just meaningless, a success or whatever. Um, yeah, eight characters is your ID length. So bear that in mind, maybe DIY success. I know, I will keep going on this forever, probably until the day, the day that I die, that I will always come up with a, a new blog, <laughs> a new blog name for my blog. I already have one. Let's not let's not search for more. So number number two, it must be easy easy for yeah easy to pronounce. So go through the list of the names that you have, and pick names that are very easy to say without stuttering. Like unscrambled for me, it's easy. And what I what I discovered after I chose my blog name, success on scramble, it's probably kind of too long. But anyway, I discovered that too late. It's probably a couple of months had already passed and all of that. Um, but it's not, it's not, it's not a hard name. It's not an, an unused name, so to speak. Um, it must be memorable. So a lot of people remember my name because success and unscrambled, you know, people's played scrabble. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm giggling too much in this podcast. Um, Reduce the list of that you have and choose the ones that's easy to remember. So right now we're not choosing, you're not choosing the final name. You're just choosing words that are easy to remember. And then later on, what you're going to do is you're going to combine, combine two of those words. You shouldn't have more than, well, like some people have a name, like it's a lovely life. It's not that long and it's four words, but you get what I'm saying. You will combine, have a combination of those easy to pronounce words, words that are the words that are commonly used in, in, in the English, in your vocabulary. It doesn't have to be English because you could be from a different, uh, have a different culture, different language. Is the ones that people would, would tend to remember much easier. Next up, it should be uh, easy to spell. Oh, before I go on. Some people choose to name the blog after themselves. In my particular case, my my name is Alvin Pollard, and nobody, nobody ever remembers that name. No matter what, it's just difficult to spell, different, different difficult to pronounce. Spell, oh, it's just a waste of time. So that's why I decided there's no way I'm going to be naming my blog after me. It will be hard for other people to compete with my name because obviously. I'm not like Amy Smith, which is a common name. I have difficult names to um, to spell and pronounce, but it's it's great for branding, but it's not easy to spell. So um, that's why you should go with two common words. Everyone knows how to spell success and everybody knows how to spell unscrambled. Um, so I don't really need to spell it for them. So I say, what, what's the name of your blog, Success and Scrambled? Oh, that's a cool name. That's nice. They know exactly how to spell those two names. There's no ifing and butting and um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like if you have my as you as one of the words in your in your blog name, and it, they have to ask you, is that M I or M Y? Oh, it just you know drives me. Or four, if you have the word four F O R in your blog name, that is just I've I've had blog names with that name in before, but the, but that word in it before, and it's always confusing. Is that a four as an F O R? Is it a F O U R? Is it a number four? Oh, it's just no. Stay away from those double double thinking words that people are not really sure how to spell it. Um, great with your blog name that you finally choose should have great blog, great brand potential. I'm sorry, I'm tripping over my words today. Your blog name should have should be easy to brand. You need to remember that you will need to develop social media profiles from your blog name. So. You'd have to have a handle for um, if your customer or clients or potential clients, um, or if you plan to use any of those particular platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Twitter, any of those, you're going to have to make sure that it's very easy for people to remember your Twitter handles and, you know, all of that. So if you have a very long name, like I saw somebody with a very long name recently, I can't even remember the name now, it's so long. And I was just like, oh, it would be so hard to, to write that out as a Twitter handle or as a Facebook profile name or anything like that. Just, it's so important. Take it from me. I've done this a hundred times, <laughs> literally. So please resist the urge to go longer than 10 letters in your blog name or 15 at max, but the shorter, the better. So after going through this process, you may find yourself with a list of about, of about 15 to 20 blog names. It could, be, it could be more, it could be less. But normally that's sort of the list you come up with. It's time to take the tools that will help you make that list even shorter. Or it will actually lengthen your list or make it more clear. So blog name generators. I see a lot of people who would tend to, you know, stick the finger in the air and come up with a name, which works sometimes. But like you want to be intentional about the name of your blog because like I said, you want it to mean something to your clients or to your customers or to your audience. Blog, what is a blog name generator site? Well, these sites allow you to the ability to put in a few words into it with the intent of generating a, a huge list of blog name ideas. In case you were thinking of using a blog name generator to help you generate a blog name, there is something that you absolutely um, need to know. Blog name generators are not aware of your passions and they certainly don't have intimate understanding of your audience. It is better to use this kind of tool to help with the brainstorming part of the process rather than to help you find an, an authentic blog name a name that represents you and your business. So take, for example, the name, the name Google. <laughs> the name Google. Oh my goodness, I'm having a terrible time today. <laughs> it may sound like if it was plucked out of the air, but think about it. I believe that the name Google is a play on the name Goggles. And when you think of Goggles, you think of this thing that you can use to search and find things. And that's what it is. And they just, they just, removed one of the G's and put an, an O and you came up with a name Google. So that's where, that's, that's, you know, and you can do the same. If you come up with a, a name that's that short, bless your little heart. I'm so happy for you if you come up with a name that is so short. 
my heart will go off to you. It's so important to come up with short names. It helps you in so many different ways. So obviously you can't use Google because it's already taken. So sorry about that. Um, but you can use Giggle. <laughs> um, so Google's help you find things like I mentioned. The name Google is a perfect play on that particular word. So let's spend some time looking at what's available in the market in terms of uh, blog name generators. So here's the list. So I, again, I can't stress enough. I suggest that you use this to help you um, with inspiration and ensure you exhausted any possible options. Nothing is worse than finally choosing a domain name only to discover 10 days later that you found one that is better than the one that you finally settled on. It happens to me all the time. Um, so here's a short list. First on the list, we have Word, Wordoid. And I know you're thinking, where did they come up with that name? It's a nice name. It's only three, say seven letters. Brilliant. And it could have been named Oid. <laughs> so it's a nifty little application that lets you find possible blog names that have 10 letters or less. And only and the only problem I find with this is that the names on it look like look like words from the Scrabble dictionary. For example, they've got Vengently or uh, Justic or Gaily. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's important. Like I said, bottom line, make sure you know what you want your um, blog name to represent you and your business and your customer and the results and all of that. So that you wouldn't get distracted by names that just, you know, don't mean anything. Next on the list, the next on the list, next on the list is uh, the site called Cool Name Ideas. Another great site to try to help you come up with a unique blog name. Just enter the words that um, represent your site plus your niche, and away you go. So, next up we have Panabi. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, where did they get that name from? Oh, seven letters again. See, everybody's. Everyone who's kind of getting the success range have um, a, do a blog name that's seven, sorry, eight letters or less, because that's the ideal, that's the ideal, ideal domain length, seven to eight letters long. So Panabi, Panabi, um, yeah. But anyway, the most important thing is that it's memorable. They should have had a panda and a bee next to it as well. Panda bee. Anyway, next up on the list is name station. And that's obviously very easy to remember. It's only like, was it seven and four, 11 letters long. Um, it's, it's, um, gives you the ability to generate a, a huge list of blog name ideas. And finally on the list, we've got Buster name. And you're probably thinking, how is that spelled? It's, um, no, by either way, Panabi is spelled P-A-N-A-B, P-A-N-A-B-E-E. -E, basically, that's why I said I don't have a panda and a bee. And then um, Buster name is B-U-S-T, sorry, B-U-S-T-A <laughs> name, N-A-M-E. Okay. Um, and it gives you the opportunity to, you know, to gather a list. I, I like Buster name, Buster name um, because it, gives you that ability to generate a huge nice list and it's nice 
you know, but you can choose any of those, those um, tools. Most importantly, like I mentioned, what's next is the social media account names. After you've um, gathered a lovely list of possible blog names, like those that are definitely available, next important step is to check to make sure that the um, social media profile names are available. It is very annoying to finally settle on a blog name only to realize that your social media profile name is not available or it has to be truncated. <gasps> you need to know in advance which social media platforms your audience spend their time on. For example, if your potential clients spend time on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest, then ensure that your chosen brand name or blog name uh, profile is available. This is the step that I missed. I didn't have, I wasn't knowledgeable about this when I, when I was doing this particular podcast and, and website or blog, and you would not believe it. My Twitter handle had to be truncated or shortened, which is very disappointing. Ah, my, my name is just three letters too long. Anyway, it is what it is. Done and dusted. Everything else is fine. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> I survived. Okay, so here's the social media profile checker. It's called checkusernames.com. Really simple. So you go in there, you select whichever profiles you want to check it against. They have, I don't know, hundreds, maybe not hundreds, maybe at least a hundred in there. And plug it in there and check and see, make sure username and profiles are available. Uh, next, most, most, most important thing, very, very important, so, so, so very important that you need to make member is your exit strategy. If you plan to run this blog forever, for example, and then pass it down from family member to family member, to your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren, and there's no sort of exit strategy to sell it on to somebody else, then it doesn't really matter. You can have your name, because a lot of company names like Kellogg's is the actual name of the, the person who founded the company. Um, you have Kellogg's and you have, I'm trying to think, um, Worthington's. There's a lot of names that's the person's actual name that would be hard to sell on um, if you're not as popular as Kellogg's, for example. So if you plan to use your name, like your first name and last name as your blog name, think of the exit strategy. If you plan to sell on that blog in 10 years' time, you may not want to use your first and last name because nobody will want to use your name as their blog name. So use a much more generic name that represents what the site is about and what the prospects can gather from or what your audience can gather, what kind of results they can gather from your name. Okay, I'm so glad I remember to tell you that. Okay, so in conclusion, now that you are 95% sure, because trust me, when I tell you 95% sure, I've been there, done that, almost wore a t-shirt uh, of your blog name, you want to buy the domain name by the domain name of one to three of the blog names, blog name ideas on your shortlist. So you're probably wondering why you buy one. I've been there, done that. You're better off buying one to three, like two or three, because what happens is you buy the names, you secure the profile names of the, you don't have to secure the profile names actually, because especially if it's a very generic name um, that represents a sort of a more business thing, like It's a Lovely Life is another name and it's kind of, it can represent anything. 
whereas a name like Airtable, and very few people will actually register that name as a social media profile name. Um, so what you do, you buy the names and you, you sit on it for a few weeks. Don't do anything yet. And you're probably thinking, well, that's only $30, $30 US. Um, and you're probably thinking, is she mad? Well, the thing is, you want to make sure to be sure to be sure to be sure. I know you can never be 100% accurately happy. But at least if you're 95% of the way there, buy three, two to three of your blog name ideas that you have on your list. One that you, you know, nearly there. Secure them, sit on them for a few weeks, think about it, and then one of them would eventually uh, surface as the absolute perfect name. And then you go ahead and you register all of the other social media profiles. But like I said, if it's a really simple name that anyone can use, like lemon and basil or cucumber and celery or, you know, anything like that, hangers and clothespins, <laughs> probably would never use that anyway, it's too long. Anyway, you get the idea. It's very possible that they will be available today and gone tomorrow. That's why you need to buy them. I know the feeling and the stress of picking only one from the list. Oh, it's so hard to choose one name. This is the reason why I purchased two and let it sit for a few weeks before I actually created a blog. Just writing this post made me see even more. <laughs> yes, when I was writing the, the information for this particular podcast, I found about five different names I should have used <laughs> for my blog name. I just like, no, I don't want to know about it. It's gone. That's it. It's, you know, over a year old. I'm not going to go back there. Maybe I'm just addicted to buying domain names after all these years. Wait, maybe this is my actual passion. Just kidding. <laughs> I cannot see myself chasing after blog names all my life, to be honest. It's very boring. So head on over, pick up your domain name and find out all about hosting. So you need to start researching where you're going to host it. I would suggest um, WordPress as your content management platform. I've left a link in the show notes. I've left a link for domain names in the show notes. And I have also, um, I have a, a free resource available to help you start your blog. So check out the show notes. So over to you. What blog name ideas have you found? What are your struggles in finding your perfect blog name? Do leave your feedback in the comments of the show notes. So remember to, sub so remember to subscribe to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where you will be the first to hear what's happening on in the entrepreneurial and um, digital marketing world. Your positive review of the podcast is vital to keeping it alive and running for the next 12 to 24 months. So please leave a positive review for us, either on iTunes or Spotify or any of those favorite podcast players. If you are a lifestyle blogger or you plan to be a lifestyle blogger, check out the list of 200 plus lifestyle blog post ideas. Because when you start your blog, you need to write a post. So check out those post ideas there, as well as um, the ultimate blog planner that you'd, you'd need for your blogging success. I've left a link, links to those in the show notes. If you want to take advantage of some free traffic to your blog, because when you start a blog, you're going to need traffic. You can get some free traffic from Pinterest. Check out my Pinterest tips that I have outlined in the show notes. Um, and you can also grab the link that shows you the 20 tools that successful bloggers use um, for blogging success. If you're a startup or small business and you need help um, 
to, or need to hire a virtual assistant to complete such tasks as social media marketing, blogging, keyword research, and Pinterest account management, then check out the packages I have available as well. The links are all in the show notes. So that's it for today. I had so much fun on this particular podcast. Um, probably was too giggly, and I'm so sh- sorry for those who didn't find it funny, but I just thought it was. Um, but it was so fun doing you today. Until next time, enjoy the rest of the day and the rest of the week.